Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. If you would like to support the pod financially, we're on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash haveawordpod. If you sign up, you can get potential discounts on merch, future live shows, post-rona. But the big one is you'll get the Wednesday full episode, which is exclusive on Patreon. So Monday, that's for everybody. Friday, that's for every motherfucker as well. But Wednesday is just for patrons. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. Appreciate you. What is happening, kids? Today's sponsor, as always, is Beer52. Now, if you don't know who these are yet, where have you been? They are the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club, and they've teamed up with us to give our listeners a free case of beer. That's eight free beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. Did I mention it's for free? You pay fuck all, apart from the £5.95 postage, which is nothing. You'll then become a member of their craft beer discovery club, and they will send you a different theme every month. Previous themes have included the beers of Germany, the beers of California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa and many many more you'll find beers and ales you would never have found on your own also you can pause or cancel your membership to Beer 52 at any time but for now just go and get your free case of beers okay go to beer52.com slash word that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d and you'll get a free case of beer and every time one of you signs up they send us a bit of money you're supporting us you're getting yourself some free ale everyone's a winner now let's get back to the pod now I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, oh Jesus. Billy Muscle again. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pump pump look like petrol station. Disgusting. Follow us on social media at Hava Word Pod. And don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash Hava Word Pod. They go by Alan and Dave, Aaron and Dean, Grandad and the Yeti, or even Chanel and Denise. But what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Hava Word. <laughs> Oh my god, it started. Just, you know, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks so much for coming on. My name is Stan Nightingale, and I am a they, and I'm here with Adam <laughs> Roe. Hi, Adam. How what do you, you identify? Doing? I don't know. <laughs> What's You've had a weird hour, haven't you? Oh, I've gone a bit. Just sat down. Just seeing you in shorts. Sent me a bit like you needed some fresh air, didn't you? But I've been wearing shorts almost every time we've done the pod for four months, but you just can't see me bottom half. Yeah, I I saw that uh, there was an article about some fucking solicitor, and they were doing like a Zoom court case, and he stood up, and they were, they were like, "Dude, you not got pants on?" <laughs> and I don't know, are they trying to report? Do they think anyone's going to be like, "That is disgusting," and he needs to change his. I, Anyone with any sort of shred of decency is going to read that and be like, "Yeah, who gives a fuck?" I I've got a feeling, you know that when when like they go right, it's all done. Here's the vaccine, or like everyone's had it now, and you know some of your nuns are dead, and we're very sorry about that. But <laughs> you know everything's going back to normal. 
Don't worry. I reckon there's going to be some professions that used to be suit and tie that are just like tracky bottoms. I reckon some. Yeah. It's definitely going to be trousers though, isn't it? Most places that were trousers are going to go back to being trouser-based professions. You reckon? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Do you not reckon like officers that... like Because at the minute, if you work in an office and you don't really deal with the clients, but you're in the office, you still have to wear trousers, shirt, tie... I reckon some of them might just go, nah, do you know what? We've obviously, the business is still ran for four months. You can wear, you know, a mankini to work if you want. I think all versions of making people, I am not a big fan of making people dress a certain way in almost any professional circumstance. I'm like, if you've got the right person for the job, let them be a fucking grown up and wear what they want to wear. Like, well, here. What about like a we child's like wear... birthday clown? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He can't turn up in a, like a Liverpool away kit. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm Kev the clown. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the 1988, <laughs> fucking grey one. <laughs> I just think it's so bad. I hate it when corporates are like, could you wear a suit? I'm like, could you suck my fucking balls? They're like, we're paying you a grand. You're like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll wear you before, a suit. I've haven't I? I've got like levels to I what I'll wear it. for what price. I hate it though. Yeah. UPS delivery guys. You know what? I get it. They turn up in the big American looking brown van with the weird shitty brown thing and the y yellow UPS. I think that looks good because the Amazon guy looks like he's snuffling for fucking heroin. <laughs> He's got a cardboard Amazon box and he like gets out of his clearly stolen transit van yeah. and looks at you like another fucking delivery. Fuck off. <laughs> I like the UPS guy. So I'm going to say that's one uniform. Yeah, I feel like the adverts for Amazon delivery drivers on like job websites are like, do you own a pickup truck? Have you had your electricity cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hire you at Amazon. Do you hate people? <laughs> Have you got the <laughs> Have you got the ability in your right foot to volley a package 200 yards? Do you like fucking up people's front gardens with your massive van? I the other day because um comedy's it's on its way beautiful. back. I'm sure you and our listeners have heard the news. Stand-up comedy is coming back Dan in some form. There's going to be some socially distanced indoor stuff. Um there's been so many false dawns. We've said this so many times. But there's definitely come back. Before. We've been hurt before, Adam. But I've got uh, just another shout out here. Uh, thank you to everyone who's bought tickets for this Friday in Chester, the show I'm doing there. Uh, it's sold out, which is phenomenal. Very, very happy about that. I've got a couple of others I'll announce soon, but very, very grateful. They are coming back. Comedy is coming back. But some comedy clubs, there's a bit of chat, isn't there? Don't know whether you've heard this, that we're going to need to bring our own microphones. Have you heard this? Yes. So there's going to be a couple of comedy clubs to protect their comedians. Going to say, bring your own mic as you walk on stage. The compere will take his mic out of the wire. They'll hand you the wire and you plug your own mic in and then start your set. Yeah, the that's the budget ones. Yeah. The good comedy clubs will take your mic off you when you get there, plug it into a second mic stand. 
yeah and the compare will switch them around or you you know what i mean like it won't be like click click like i yeah. know i know the gigs you're thinking of there's loads of them where they're like we got we got a we've only got one wire <laughs> it's made out of a piece of bamboo that we found on floor when we put black tape on and we stand it up and it's a mic stand but i think the good ones <laughs> The good ones do have two mic stands and more than one mic lead, so they're going to be like, "Look, we'll take that," and then you know that's yours. Just grab it from the right or whatever. Yeah. Like you'll have like a red tape on. You're the red tape mic You're stand. Red tape. Hi guys. Um. Yeah. How's so, that sitting with you? Bring your own mic. I'm fine with it. Like I like if it was up to me, I, I'm at the point now where I welcome COVID. I want the immunity. Give me it. I'll get over it. I'll be fine. Which for someone with health <laughs> oh, anxiety, right? I hope that doesn't ever get come back because that is at five minutes forty into this seven minutes forty into this <laughs> podcast. Like that is a whoo with everything we know. That is a that is a clip you do not want replayed, do you? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I like if I got it right now, I'd be panicking for a bit. But as long as I survived, I'd be so fucking happy that I've now got the immunity. Anyway. But because they're the rules, you know, I'm happy to oblige. I want to talk about people refusing to wear masks in a minute as well. Got a fucking B like in me, Bonnie. I like it. Um, so I've bought an SM58. I yeah. bought the the microphone for comedy club usage. Industry standard. Cost about 100 quid. Good, 89 good quid it was. Nice. Amazon primed it. Seven quid for a six metre uh, wire, male to female. Um, ordered them both the, one came the, the wire come on Friday and the microphone come on Saturday he put and it had marks on the box uh, contains microphone fragile yeah he put it in the rain under me window ledge and posted an note I was in I was in the fucking house he didn't fucking knock he kind of knocked he might have knocked I was in the shower but he left me box under the window ledge in the rain and it's very very lucky that the microphone had like a plastic bag protecting it within the box because the box was fucked mate so Amazon can fuck off um what's that about what you you don't get to just be like um at the house <laughs> I have the package <laughs> uh, COVID goes on doorbells not pressing that <laughs> um I know there's people walking around outside here on the street I'll just pop it there is that my safe place no not at all but I can't be fucked doing my job I don't mind it when they leave it in a safe place. Like yeah. I've had Amazon drivers like drivers put it delivers. They've put it behind a recycling bin. Mm-hmm. One, once my sister got a package, the guy went round the back. There's uh, tried to find a safe place, couldn't find one. There's a little broken window pane in my sister's garage. Posted it through the broken window pane. Because he could see it was like the, the tumble dryer. It dropped onto the tumble dryer and he left a note going, I've posted it through the window of the garage. My sister had to semi-clear out the garage to get it. But at least it was safe. I mean, it was a bit weird. But at least it's not like, the windowsill. Blech. What are you going to do? It's going to get stolen. You fuck quit. Just either put it in... You've got to be somewhere, isn't it? Dead gotta fucking be annoying. Ugh, annoying. The only reason I knew it was there is... Me, me Amazon Alexa that I've got in the house I'm saying fuck Amazon I own every Amazon product yeah. and if I want anything it's the first place I go it's got Jeff Bezos t-shirt Amazon is such a useful company it doesn't matter that they're cunts do you know I, what I mean I would honestly if they could do prime delivery on cornflakes I'd be I'd be buying fucking everything from Amazon have you heard of Amazon Prime now what oh it's like that, that within day. an hour 
Yeah, you've got to live near a hub. I do. Oh, you've moved, haven't you? You actually, <laughs> Adam's moving again. Yeah, he just needs to be near a hub. <laughs> the reason Ad- Adam's house and then a massive <laughs> Amazon sign. They don't even have to use a drone or a delivery guy. Like Adam, <laughs> we've got another package for you. <laughs> Fucking wasn't it out of the house? <laughs> The only reason I knew it was there is my Amazon Alexa was flashing yellow, which means I've got a delivery coming that day, and you can say, Alexa, where's my stuff? And it tells you how far away it is. What the fuck? You've got a flashing light that talks to you in your house, and yellow means delivery on the way. Yeah. What do the other colours mean? Uh, Green and blue means your timer's going off. So if, like, I put some chicken in the oven... Right. What's timer. What's red? Red... Uh, means you've had the str- machines of one. <laughs> red, you've had a stroke. <laughs> what? What if my stroke means I can't see red? Nightmare. Um, well, I didn't know that was the case. Welcome to the fucking future. Yeah. And I went to Alexa. Where's me stuff? And she went. Your package containing one item, the Shaw SM58 microphone, was delivered today by Rodri. And I was like, Fuck, I went, Jade. Have you? Have you signed for me microphone? She said, does he know deliveries, Adam? And I went, the fuck is it? And I went outside, it was pissing down. And it was just there, under me fucking window ledge. Why have they not knocked? I don't know, maybe he was too busy. <laughs> Rodri gives... He defo didn't knock, because the dog would have went mental. Rodri gives zero fucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got a dog, I'm not knocking on there. Have you seen Minnie? She's not going to fucking take your throat out, is she? Oh, uh, you are underestimating that dog. Oh, really? Yeah. How, how I can't high wait can she till you jump? first come to mind. How high can she jump? <sighs> it's high, like. Is it? Is it Rodri throat high? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What's the the Amazon Echo's flashing purple? Yeah, the dog's murdered someone again. <laughs> that's, the, that's the dog murder light flashing. <laughs> Just I always. <laughs> I always do it slightly dodgy East European because the guy that de- we've got two guys that deliver to us. TPD is the most scouse guy ever. He is so fucking quality, dead friendly. He looks like he only does weights in his calves. Every time, <laughs> every time I see him walk away, I'm like, I've just got to keep on that guy. It's just fucking muscle. He looks like he puts growth hormone in the fucking calves, and he wears shorts. He's like, yeah, I love. He's like so like I know your scouse, but he's like he's like scouse to the point of if he wasn't from Liverpool and that was the scouse accent he did, people would be like, Are you definitely putting that on? That doesn't sound like a good scouse accent. See, my accent softens, especially around people like you. This isn't my you'll notice it more because like we haven't really told anyone this, but we're about to bring Carl in to help us out me as producer and he's gonna be my best mate Carl who's moving back from Japan. He's gonna be in this room a lot. And you'll notice I'm Scouser when I talk to him. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see that, yeah. When I'm back in... Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. It, it does, doesn't it? When you hear it. Yeah. Um, Laura's more Nottingham when she's either pissed or at home. She speaks quite pleasantly. What's Nottingham? You're all right, Doc. You're all right. Like a weird sort of... It's kind of northern, but it's also got like a twang of like... It, it's really hard to do. If you're not from Rani's Midlands, it's very hard to do the accent. Do you know what I mean? That's more like Long Eaton. They sound rough as fuck, like, and they say duck. No one else really says duck. Do you know what I mean, duck? <laughs> That's a sort of East Midlands, Nottingham, and I make them sound simple as well. <laughs> Sounds Asian, doesn't it? What are you doing I with your teeth? I don't know. 
yeah. when you do a Nottingham accent, you get a really protruding overbite. Unable. I wish this was on video. Oh, you look fucking insane. Let me, don't, don't, don't take the piss. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get it right. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> but when she's had a drink, fucking hell, she gets like, fuck off. Oh, I love it. It's when she gets so aggressive. Oh, um, yeah. So Amazon, suck me dick. I am not against all of those big companies if they make my life easier, but I'm the type of shitbag that will pretend they're bad. Like, I'm that dickhead. When everyone's like, I really think you should support independent, you know, farmers markets, small shops, independent mom and pop type stores. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, covered in Asda bags and like Sainsbury's bags and like nine Amazon delivery. I'm so bad for that. Like, I'll pretend it's like, oh, it is awful, isn't it? I was raised on fucking Argos, mate. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. Amazon is just Argos for the future. We used to, when we were kids, we used to go around to my grand's. This is so like Western and commercial. And she'd like make us our tea. <laughs> and then we'd be watching cartoons. She'd be like, do you want to look at the Argos catalogue? It would be like April and we'd have a pen each and we'd circle in our up. She got two, one for Katie, one for me and just circle the things we wanted. Yeah. Oh my God. Page 679, item 23 and like a circle around it. Amazon's just fucking that, innit? If you were raised like that, why Amazon is so good? Like you can, anything you think of like, should we just check? Do you know what Amazon oh, yeah, wish list is? Oh god! When you just basically like stick it all in a yeah, this is what I want, and like really attractive girls post the link to their wish list. Love them on their social media. Yeah, and men. Oh yeah, buy them it and send them it. Yeah, I'm into that. If I was fit, if I was a girl, single or not, and I had an OnlyFans, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's my fucking Eon account. Do you want to pay my fucking gas bill as well? Would you let Laura have an OnlyFans? (laughs) 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 She can't even be arsed with Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) No, but right, listen, no, hear me out. Let me set let me set the parameters of the question. Okay. So (laughs) 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 So funny because it's Laura. (laughs) Laura has such bad social anxiety she basically said to me last week I told you on the pod that she'll come to a live show she wants to she wants to see it she wants to support it she loves you I think she's fallen out of love with the content of this podcast because it's given her social anxiety she can't even be in a room uh, with the live shows she wants to be at the thank you show she's gonna I don't even know she's gonna be able to because she thinks people will know it's her and they'll have remembered all the stories that I've said about her and that makes her feel like awful could you imagine that person being like and here's me flaps <laughs> doing a fucking selfie trying to get the bum all like mama's mm, thirsty tonight who wants to just on these fucking flaps no or right. whatever no, only fans women let's say. say probably not that second national lockdown right? oh yeah times are tight second wave big fucking peak this country is fucked yeah we're not even allowed in the studio that we've just spent a shit ton of money <laughs> yeah so the podcast's fucked Fuck Right Your laptop's broke We can't even do it by Zoom Right It's gone And gigs are not coming back And yeah. Laura is fucked off from her job Because the company shuts It's bad Yeah Right Yeah But there's still There's always going to be Pervy men 
oh, with yeah. a bit of money. They're yeah. always going to exist. It's a constant. Right? And they love the internet, and the internet's going nowhere. If anything, it's a growth business, no pun intended. So, Laura's talking to one of her friends yeah. via um, a telephone. And <laughs> Thanks for that detail. <laughs> <laughs> via mind powers and telepathy. Okay, keep going, Adam. It's in, and it's in the inmates like, look, I've, uh, I've been on OnlyFans and I'm making two grand a week. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> so, Did you say two grand a week? <laughs> Are you on fucking glue? I'd have her on street corners for two grand a week. <laughs> I'd have her dancing live. <laughs> Get the big piece of chicken out. Go on. Two, say, yeah, go on. Only fans, two grand a week. Is it taxable? <laughs> Inmates making that, right? All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, look, first few months on it, I wasn't making two grand a week. I was making 50 quid here, 100 quid there, but I've built up and now I'm making two grand a week. Yeah. Five, six months in. Yeah. Right. And Laura comes to you and goes, look, <sighs> things are really bad. Yeah. You know, the government, Tory bastards, they're not giving us any benefits. Totally. And we're going to lose the house. Oh, Christ. Etta can't eat. Oh, yeah, and she eats. There's no money for turbo shandies. What? (laughs) What did you say? There's no money for turbo shandies. I didn't realise it was actually serious. (laughs) Etta can't eat. All right, yeah, yeah. There's no money for turbo shandies. Shut the fuck. This is stop being fun. (laughs) Sorry. There's no money for turbo shandies. There's no... I've, I've just been speaking to what's her best mate's name um, <laughs> let's say Kerry just been speaking to Kerry on the phone she could she's dirty <laughs> she's fucking dirty she's like OnlyFans dirty she'd be up for it does she listen yeah she'd listen if she knew it was about her <laughs> she'd be like that's fucking ridiculous what you said then actually and find it very offensive and I will be complaining Stop about that. Stop the teeth! On my OnlyFans page. I can't look at those teeth. OnlyFans slash Kezzy B. So, I've been speaking to Kerry, and she has been getting her ass out. <laughs> how do you like you know how she speaks? How do you like you know how she speaks? That's just, the, that is exact wording that Laura would use. Because <laughs> it's been getting a rat out. Have you spent time in the East Midlands? Because it's almost like you've got the vernacular. <laughs> Listen, I've been on the fucking blue, not telepathy, not this time. I've been speaking to get. She's been getting a rat out <laughs> all around Derby, all around <laughs> Borough. Oh, she's got a rat out. I can't <laughs> wait to hear feedback on that accent, yo. Because it's not well, good. It's not good. One of our regular listeners, Adele. Is from Nottingham. You know the one I said I thought was from Manchester. Yeah. When she wrote in, because yeah, yeah, she yeah. started with "All right, love" or something like that. All right, me do. It's not. It's not great. It's not the worst. She messaged me after that and was like, "I'm not from Manchester. Actually, I'm from Nottingham." So, uh, she, Adele, give us some feedback on Dan's accent. Wait, come, we're coming back to what you're doing. But in my experience, people from Nottingham <laughs> are so chuffed to even hear anyone recognise <laughs> that they have an accent <laughs> because so few people can do a Nottingham accent or even attempt it. So, just saying, it's probably less a bit Darby. So, Kerry, right, on, Kerry's sorry, been getting her ass out. And look, at first, people, like, were, were, were really biting. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bite the rat. I'm having so much fun. I felt really ropey about an hour ago. I'm back in the game. 
He wouldn't nearly bite him, but she was getting the odd following in that rain. Right? Yeah, nibble. She's here. She's she's getting like two grand a week now. And I'm just wondering, is it time that I got myself an OnlyFans page to help pay the bills? And babe, right, look, if if I do set one of these up, how far am I allowed to go? Am I allowed to show nipples? Am I allowed to show inside the vagina hole, just the outside, me bum hole? Do you want me to shave? Do you want me to not shave? What are the rules for me? Okay. <clears throat> all of that that you just described, all that detail, yeah, is that equate to two grand a month? Does it? <laughs> does everything you just went through, all that list of pretty graphic detail <laughs> is that two grand a month it was two grand a week Kerry two grand a week mama like that mama like get that get it out come on fucking I'll get I'll literally pay for faster broadband to make that happen would you let it though would you be okay with it I would because <laughs> I am very body positive uh- <laughs> I really am. It's a good job she doesn't listen to this anymore. No, I am. If you want to get the beefcake out, you let it ride. That's not what body positive means, Dan. I'm pro flaps. Body positive doesn't mean being positive about the body. Body positive is a term for fat women to say, I'm fat and that's okay. Okay, good. Well, now- Are you calling your wife fat? No, what are you trying to do, Adam? <laughs> What are you trying to... All of a sudden, this banter went from, like, silly, silly stuff to, like, shit. <laughs> shit, Adam. You, you said body positive. I was just... Yeah, I do, but why do you have to literally go, what are you saying? <laughs> this is fucking massive. I'm like, what are you doing? Mate. Um, I'll be honest. As much as I know it's not going to happen, it would be... I don't know. Maybe I would let it happen. How can I sit on this podcast talking the unfiltered nonsense that we talk and say you can't get your tits out on Twitter? That's not Twitter. Oh, I need fucking whatever it is. They use Twitter. Yeah, and the paywall. That's important as well. Yeah, but they have to they have to show a little bit of tit on Twitter. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's your that's your public episode. That's your bait, isn't it? <laughs> your patrons, your only fans. Yeah, I d- I don't know. I think I'm not jealous of that kind of stuff. She wants to do it. What if I signed up, though? What if you... Oh, of course. I didn't think about people actually signing up that we knew. Ah, how are you guys doing? I'm listening to the podcast, and uh, imagine if Freddie got in touch. <laughs> You're doing really well. Can you imagine, right? Laura's doing great. If Laura just went to... Oh, my God, I've started any fans. Everything's on there. Me bumhole, me vagina. And I've got a hundred followers already in like an hour. And then you checked our Patreon and it had gone down by a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and, one, and one of the followers is the Frog and Bucket team. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think I'd be as badly positive then. <sighs> well, that was dangerous, but she stopped listening. So that's great. It's fine. But I mean, in theory, at the moment, with the current climate, two grand a week, we'd have serious conversations about fucking anyone doing it. Can I, can I tell you what I've been up to at the weekend? What were you up to at the weekend? Have you had a nice time? I haven't seen you since Friday. That's oh my a long God, time. That's so nice for you to ask. And let me tell you, it's been trials and tribulations nonstop. Yeah, just hanging out with our new neighbours. We've got some new neighbours. Uh, the guy's my age, like bang on. Are these the ones you said look dead rough? No, no, no. We've got some new toasty neighbours round the corner. They're a bit toasty. 
They're all right. They've been dead quiet. They're not as bad as we thought. It also stands out because our fucking street is so dull and boring. Any, even if you wear a tracksuit, everyone's like, whoa, a bit ropey here. <laughs> Who's this character? <laughs> but um, the new neighbours are dead sound. And that, like, it's so sad that I've got to that age where I've got mates around the country, but someone just moving in two doors down that's my age and wears like fucking Adidas trainers and looks normal. I'm like, friend? <laughs> Friend. And they've oh, got a, they've trainer got a, friend. They've got a three-year-old. Laura likes the wife. I'm fucking... I'm like, oh, my God. And this is the saddest thing. We hung out for, like, two hours on the park. You better not start <coughs> a podcast with this prick. He sounds oh, like a knobhead. jealous. Don't sounds get jealous. like a knobhead to me. Only neighbours. Mm. <laughs> we talked for two hours, and at one point, I got... We talked about property, houses, and, like... I was like... I just literally went, oh, what the fuck has happened? Do you remember when you used to meet someone, you'd be like, what bands are you into? Who, who do you support? That's, that's gone now. It's literally not even talked about it. It's just like, oh, what primary school are you thinking for? Oh, do you know if you can afford an extension within the first... It's with that. I'm that cunt now. We're just talking about property and fucking... But like, did you tell him about this place you did, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, he went and looked at it. He was like, oh, yeah, because I mentioned it. Uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a look... Um, yeah, I might have a listen. So I did that thing of like, okay, so before you do, <laughs> I was, I was like, the fear in my the fear in my eyes. I do say some things on the podcast that I wouldn't shout in the cul-de-sac. A couple of things to just as a little bit like I'm not worried about him. The other neighbours, the ones you were like fucking dog nonsense, fucking cheshire cunt. I'm like, please never look at it. But with with the new neighbours, I'm like, your sound. But I did have to go. It's a little bit rude. <laughs> Because I don't want them to be like, you know how Gr- Br- Ma- Laura would never forgive me if I waved to them, they'd listen to an episode and they were like, disgusting. I just think it's so funny that that version of you exists. The one who's worried about, it's a bit rude. With the things we say on this, the fact no, that that person- This is the real me as well. That's the, f- like- Yeah, that's the <laughs> fake. I really don't think you want gravel on the front drive. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and inside I'm like, I love doing cocaine and doing podcasts. What? Did I say that? Sorry about that. I had yesterday was probably the best day of my lockdown. <gasps> Adam, just good for you, sweet pea. Based on that, what do you think happened? You've been looking at my wife's only only fans. <laughs> um, um, Liverpool won the league. No, that happened weeks Tick. ago. Uh, Second best day of my lockdown yesterday. Liverpool did win the league. <laughs> well. I mean, Friday was pretty good because we launched this place online. Thanks for all the love to everyone who sent messages and, and reshared and everything. And then we found out there could be, like, gigs in rooms. That was pretty good. I don't know what could have trumped it. The, ch- the chip is open. The chip has been open the whole time. Oh, shit. You're on the right track, though. I had a fucking Domino's, lad! <gasps> I had... On a Sunday, you um, fucking sorry! They had a buy one, get one free collection. Oh, all, right, all right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> A medium Domino's, six of the eight slices all together is 1,300 calories. I budgeted it in for me day. Had a little cheat day. Had a cookie as well. Oh, lad, it was phenomenal. I've never enjoyed a pizza that much in my life, ever. When you've been dieting, the first bit of dirt is, like, special, innit? Like, it's at like one coming point, out of prison and having sex. At one point, Jade was looking away. She was like on a phone or doing something and I made a noise that I didn't realise I'd made <laughs> and she went are you alright and I was like yeah like, try and uh, re- try and replicate was it I think it was, was just it like first slice 
No, it was like the third one. Oh, you've been built up. So like the third, I was just like, oh. <laughs> so like that, like. Oh. <laughs> That's how to ruin someone's. I hope no one's listening during breakfast. It's the same noise you make on like the first stroke of your shaft when it's erect. You know when she's been tickling your balls but she hasn't touched the shaft yet and then she finally touches your shaft? No. <laughs> my wife doesn't touch my dick. <laughs> she literally, she just... Is it hard? Put it in. <laughs> quick as you can. She is literally like an air traffic controller. <laughs> she's up at the other end and she basically gives like permission to land. She just, she's not ground staff. She's like, uh, I'm like, okay, trying to land. She's like, okay. She's like, mm, okay, you, you have clearance. She's not fucking guiding me in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's been four years since I've got my knob touched when she gently plays with your balls and then touches her. If she did that, I'd be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's happening? Have you started OnlyFans? What's happening? Oh. Good for you, fella. Just a dominoes, is it? That's all it took. Liverpool yeah. won the league. I mean, that was good, but oh, it was too long. What base did you get? Uh, classic crust, normal base. Yeah. Have you tried the extra thin one? Thin and crispy. No, I don't like it. For some reason, I really I really like it. No, the classic from Domino's is the perfect size, I think. Um, what toppings? Everyone, I mean, it's not going to be funny, but we it, need the It detail. was called the meat fielder. So it's just, it's like, you know, on the meteor... No. The meteor's the barbecue base one with all the meat. Right. It's that, but with the tomato base. Oh, okay, good. So it's bacon, ham, salami, pepperoni, and meatballs. It's literally a massacre on a piece of bread, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> bacon, salami, <Yeah>. wildebeest. <laughs> Fuck. Cow, pig. Oh, God. What, uh, mate, it's good. It's really good. What size do you go for? Genuinely, I know it's not I got funny. a medium. And I threw two slices away. What do you, oh you know what size do you usually go for before you're a little skinny bean? I normally go for the large and polish the whole thing off. But you don't have a side. You don't have like one I'd of the wedges. Alright, oh, okay, cool. Oh, it's made me hungry. I do want another one now. I've only had a sandwich today. I had one yesterday. A sandwich? <laughs> no, a Domino's. Did you? I just just literally had the urge. So we both had a Domino's yesterday? Yeah. yeah. About two o'clock in the afternoon. That means we're dominoes because we match. Oh my god! If you fall, I fall. That was so crap. Right, let's have, <laughs> let's have some adverts. That's been a fucking roller coaster. That section, hasn't it? Today's episode is brought to you by Let's Be Naughty. UK. Even though lockdown is easing, passing the time can still be hard. So why don't you shake things up and put a bit of kink into your quarantine? If you're looking to stock up on Millennium Lube or buy your mates some chocolate dildos, Let's Be Naughty.co.uk is here to help you take your sex life to the next level. Based in the Northwest, we've got a massive selection of vibrators and dildos for the ladies or the boys. Sexy lingerie, cock rings, masturbators and for the adventurous couples out there there's loads of things to discover like our kinky bondage gear we've got everything you could possibly need to put a buzz back into your bedroom we deliver all over the uk so when you shop online with let's be naughty you'll enjoy free delivery on orders over 50 quid and it's sent in super discreet packaging so you don't have to worry about those nosy bastards next door as a bonus for listeners of this podcast if you use the code have a word all as one word that that's h-a-v-e A-W-O-R-D You'll get 10% off your entire order So go to letsbenaughty.co.uk And see how much fun you can have When you get a bit naughty That's letsbenaughty.co.uk 
I am no longer driving Jade's car as of tomorrow evening. You've done well to, I mean, A, save that money, and then keep that money and just not be like, well, I'm, I rush all big decisions like that. I've got very, very, very lucky, to be honest with you, because when my car got wrote off, I got a settlement for that, um, and I had a cut, I had like 1,200 quid in the bank that I was like, that's towards me next car, in a, and I just put all of that in a savings account, which has got next to no interest on it, because I don't really put anything in it, and I was like, I, I, that money doesn't exist. The only way I'll ever touch that is if I get really financially bad. And just before lockdown started, I was about to buy a car, but I just held back in case things got as bad as they could have got. Um, but it was there. But I got very, very lucky. I I went to Arnold Clark on Sefton Street in Liverpool just to see what they had because I... I wanted something like a Ford Cougar or a Kia Sportage, which is what I've ended up getting. And I got really lucky that one of the a couple of the staff in there recognised me from stand up. And the general manager was one of them and he his name was Naz and he's just done me a really, 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 really good deal. Shout uh, out to Naz. So I I had sort of just over three grand there. To, to put down as a deposit but I haven't needed anywhere near that much because of what he's done for me he found a 2017 plate Kia Sportage so only got 30,000 miles on the clock um, nice big ages. safe thing and I was really panicking I was like I don't think I can afford it I, even though you've done me an amazing deal and the re- thing I was really nervous about was I'd got a, an insurance quote for a Kia Sportage that I just found on the internet about a week ago and then the with a black box in it, it was just over two grand for the year. Wow, that's what I was paying on me Ford Fiesta. What? Because oh, you've not you've not. I'm been a young pa- lad. You've not no no pa- claims bonus. Only been driving a couple of years. I forget the like. It's not your it's not your age really. It's more that you've only just been driving a couple of years. Yeah. By twenty eight, twenty nine, it's usually getting a bit easier. But yeah, if you've only had your license a couple of years, fucking hell, that's a. But he told me a couple of tricks. He took me through my insurance thing on the computer. Go on. And I was like, like I've got my insurance for like 900 quid. Yeah. So that two grand saved, that's 200 quid a month saved. Do you Mate, know what it's I mean? massive. What's the tricks? So, you can't say it without telling us the tricks. Oh, I'm going to, yeah. Absolutely. That's why I've brought it up. So, yeah. You know when it says, where does your car kept during the day and where does your car kept during the night? Yeah. And you have the options, and it says, on your driveway. Yeah. On the street outside your house, on the street away from your house, in a garage, in a whatever. What do you put? Driveway. Okay. That's what I told him to put, because we have a driveway outside ours. And he went, no, you don't keep it there, and you shouldn't keep it there, even if you do that at the minute. And he ticked, on a street away from your house, and I was like... Why would anyone ever click that? Because it looks like you can't keep an eye on it. And he said, if you're, if, if I'm going to rob you, then I would monitor your house, what you're up to. I know when you're in, when you're doing what. I'd just monitor you for two weeks. I'm going to rob a 20 grand car off your fucking driveway. Like, I'd know where you're going to be and where, when and what and how to do it. If your car's not kept right at your home, 
it's a lot harder for people to know when you're in, when you're not in. Blah 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 blah. He said so. Even though everyone in the world parks the car as close to the house as they can, what a fucking interesting loop. I thought that'd be the total opposite. They'd be like, well, someone could break in, you know, because you can't, mate. Someone can break in anyway. Yeah. Wow. I used to do a bit about that on stage, and I'd be like, "Where?" Do, I used to do a bit on about the crime free right? island of Orkney. Where, where? Where do you live? On the crime island. Where does a car park overnight? On the road. I've never seen a car parked on a fucking road. Doesn't everyone have an underground nuclear bunker? <laughs> How many miles do you do a year? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve a year. Uh, is that it? Is that the? Is that the one? To, is that the, the make make a massive difference? I mean, everything else that he put in, I put in. What profession are you? Radio presenter. Are you a radio presenter now? That's what this is. Congratulations. That's what this is. There's no podcast there. No, there's no podcasting for anyone. I tried to get the... Uh, this is an online radio show. Yeah, totally. You're absolutely right. I am an online radio presenter. You're listening to Have A Word FM. You can't call me a comedian at the minute. I haven't fucking done it for four months. Um, I mean, Friday comes around, you're going to be in a... Outdoor space in Chester, clawing it back, clawing that comedic status, status back. It's cash I'm, that though, no paper oh, sale. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> keep it quite, keep that off. Have a word, FM. Yeah, the uh, what you do as a job is funny, isn't it? I'm a writer. I'm always writing. Like I write down loads of stuff. Like Shopping lists, nonce, dates. <laughs> I write in birthday cards. <laughs> I write in the flowers to apologise for what I've said on the podcast <laughs> to my wife. You, I'm body positive. I didn't know it meant that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, we've got loads of people messaging in about what happened. Have you got that? Have you got your phone with you? The girl who messaged in about the pissing dream. Man, I feel validated by the people who've got in touch. Right. Every, everyone's having oh, that pissing that dream. Screenshot. Everyone's having that pissing dream, Adam. I you didn't were like, read it. I just I seen what it was about and just sent it straight to you. Thank you, James Grant. He said I've had the pissing dream that Dan's had, but always managed to clear it off the line, so he's never pissed the bed with it. But the dream of weeing, needing a wee, and then you wake up needing a wee is real ting. So Jessica Bobbins sent to our Instagram, and this is the first time I'm reading this. <laughs> okay, so Dave. I have those dreams where I'll be dreaming a normal dream then all of a sudden it becomes about toilets and weeing and I'll wake up desperate for the piss. Oh, and also, I have shat the bed once. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that, you know. <laughs> I've shat the bed once and despite it being seven years ago, my husband mentioned it now at least once every few months. The cunty bastard. I mean, let's give your husband a fucking break here. If you, this is what I was saying about fucking Johnny Depp. If you shit the bed, then that is it forever. That is always, that is always admissible evidence in any argument. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I was fucking bladder one night and woke up in the morning in our holiday cottage we were in. The bedroom had mirrored wardrobes and I looked at them and thought I was in the bathroom. <laughs> so I shat on the end of the bed. <laughs> Do you know, it's so weird. Oh, Every on. time we get a message from a girl like this where she's gross, it makes me fancy them in my head. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like Jessica Bobbins. You're is, a scat lover, you aren't you? No, I'm not. I just love. I love women who are like, yeah, shat on the end of the Hang bed. Hang on, wait a minute. So because there was a mirror in the room, she was like, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Mate. So did she think she'd woke up in the bathroom? So 
She's drunk. She's woken up. Can I say I've done a very similar thing at a mate's house. I've got discombobulated. It's when you're out, when you're drunk and you're out of your zone, you almost go back to like a, like it's almost like you've lost about three quarters of your brain. And I, I remember thinking that I was in my house. It must have been slightly different, and I ended up pissing in in my mate's. It was it his partner or his housemate in their potted plant. Just fucking we quite well weed out of it a little bit but I, I I remembered sort of in the morning they were like what the fuck and I was like oh I genuinely had seen me going to the toilet do you know what I mean like where I actually was was wrong but in my drunken mind I was like no this is right I think in her bathroom at home there's a mirror in front of the you know what I mean like in her bathroom and in her drunken state she's got confused seen it and gone oh, I'm in the bathroom how you still keep shitting on the end of the bed is something else though isn't it like it's got to feel wrong you know when you're pooing and it's like it doesn't usually feel like it's on on the bed sheets <laughs> I just don't know why you w- would ever look in the mirror and go right bed potted plant bedside table I'm a, I must be on the toilet are you telling me you've never done any rogue toilet you've never in a drunken state gone oh fuck I missed have you never got there no, I've never misjudged it. I've, I've been caught short and shit all over the bathroom. Yeah, that's a different medical issue. That. Yeah. Yeah, but that happens to you sober on a like Tuesday afternoon, doesn't it? I, I did a routine about this for a while. This is a hundred percent true. Okay. So I just snotted out my nose a bit. God. I think it was either my eighteenth or my nineteenth birthday, and I come home from town at like seven o'clock in the morning. Um. Knocked on the door. No, I I let myself in. And uh, my ass sent me brain a text message that said, you need a shit. And it's coming like now. Yeah. Get to the toilet as fast as you can. So <laughs> this is when I live with my dad. I ran upstairs. And as you get to the top of the stairs in my dad's house, the toilet is right in front of you. I went in, I shut the door, and then I got a second text slash email from my ass that said, this is coming right now. Go time. The Amazon Echo was flashing brown. (laughs) (laughs) Deal with that how you will. And if I was sober, I probably would have been like, let's just calm down, take a second, clench, It'll all be okay. Yeah. My dad's bathroom as well. The toilet is on like a dog leg. Right. Round the bath. Oh, extra distance. To where the door is, like an L shape. Yeah. Like you would walk like a, a knight in chest to get to the toilet. <laughs> Lovely analogy. <laughs> very well done. We weren't expecting that, was you? That was very well put. So. Just happened. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Literally, last episode. I'll fucking rip your mask, fucking fanny out. Next episode. You know, uh, you take a left like an L shaped. You know, like a. <laughs> what did you say? What like a, a, like knight, a knight in chess? A knight in chess. Continue your story, Adam. Um, that so Domino's just done- is pulsing. <laughs> that Domino's has done you the world of good. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gluten intolerant. By the way, about forty five minutes. 
after that Domino's yesterday, I had the most explosive shit I've had since I've been dieting. Anyway, I, honestly, I'm not even sure that's story. I'm not sure that's gluten. After you've eaten and lived really well, if you put a full Domino's in your system, your system's like the fuck. I thought we changed. <laughs> so. I'm stood at the door. The door's shut. I've dropped my pants and my ass just goes, this is coming now. You're just going to have to deal with it. And as I say, I probably would have, in a clearer mind, clenched and took me time. I wish this was not true. Oh, God. I tried to spin my ass and throw the shit into the toilet with the force. (laughs) (laughs) You knew you were a yard short. So you tried to aim your bum. I, I just, you... I did like a. I'll shut. If we were on camera, this would be better for the. Like list. a handbrake turn. So, alright, you'd be able to hear me if I shout it. Point this this way. Right. So Adam so, stood up. Right. The toilet is where you are. About two meters, socially right? distance. But there's a bath here. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So you can't go like a queen on a chessboard. I'd have to go. Oh yeah, like, like a like so a no. What I did was he's mental. Me pants around my ankle. Oh god! Right, you've gone that went. early. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Jackson Pollock move if I've ever seen one. <laughs> oh wow! It's almost like the spinning bird kick from Street Fighter Two, Chun Li, except it's more. And it wasn't evolved. a solid. Oh no! I know. I don't, I don't. And oh god! I just left this like crescent moon of shit. <laughs> On the floor. There he is. It was like an arrow pointing at where I was meant. Oh, like a Ryanair flight. Just this is where we should have landed. (laughs) This is where we did. All I can see is like you know when a rally car goes over gravel, and as they go around the corner, it all just yes, yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. Now, my first thought, I remember it quite clear because it sobers you up a bit when something like this happens. My first thought was I'll just clean it up tomorrow, but I didn't want my dad waking up and just seeing it. So I tried to clean it up, but I still wasn't sober enough to do it in the right way. So I was using, like, I had... I, I seen a towel, and I was like, oh, you don't no. want to use a towel. No. I went and got... Oh, I went and got a, several tea towels out the kitchen. Oh, God. Kitchen roll, toilet roll. It was a fucking mess, and it stunk. And I just made so much noise that I woke my dad up. Oh, no. And just watching him come into that bathroom... Oh, God. ...and see me, and just... I'm his eldest son and I'm on my hands and knees at seven o'clock in the morning after doing a violent wall poo yeah cleaning my own excrement off the floor yeah that's why you've got to love your kids otherwise you just yeah if that's a housemate that's a fucking red card that isn't it oh yeah (laughs) god I wonder when people listen to this like before I said if you're having your breakfast no one's doing this is not a breakfast pod is it no Get the kids right. A couple of English muffins, butter, <laughs> jam, have a word. Violently sick. Off I go to work. <coughs> um, Jilly B. We're still, we're still cleaning up some of the issues from Friday's pod. Jill Bushel. G- yeah. The anglicised Jilly B. Big dick energy. Oi, oi, big boys. Loving the new studio. Looks proper fit. You asked the opinion of us ladies. So, but this is about the big dicks, okay? So. So what we asked on Friday was... Girls, have you ever been confronted with a dick that was too big? You're tapping out before it's even happened. What do you mean? You're literally like, I'm out. Can't do it. I'm not yeah. fighting it. I'm not fighting it. So I had a guy who boasted the usual, I've got a big one. I thought, yeah, right. 
started getting a bit passionate and my hands wander holy shit was my first thought my second was I am never going to be that hungry <laughs> but I cracked on good on you Jilly B spent three weeks in pain from being bruised internally from him pounding parts no one else had no one else had with his estimating nine inch penis and going for a pee wasn't pleasant for a while decided I never needed to see him again give me an average size one any day Love that woman. Why? Good. It's nice. Reaffirming story, that. Reaffirming story. For you. She wants an average size penis, which is 2.8 to 3.4 inches, isn't it? Based on your household? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because everyone rounds up from the nearest four up to six. Oh, yeah, I've got a six inch dick. 2.5. I think. Um, 2.4 if it's cold. I, I think she's in the. Minority though I reckon most women Do want a big Damaging whopper Right Well luckily You've got it Adam <coughs> I haven't James Grant Have you ever sat In your own bollocks Genuine question Who can sit On their own bollocks Have you ever sat In your own bollocks I did once When I was in school In those thin as fuck School pants And Jesus fucking Christ I stood up quickly Somehow Mentioned it in convo to my missus And she thinks I'm strange And that I have saggy balls She's now convinced that I'm going to have Really saggy old man balls later in life I'm not on my own here, am I, lads? Yes, mate yeah, Have do you, you got saggy balls yet? Mate, I've not got a three inch dick And massive hanging balls, have I? How awful would that be If God did that to you? You can, if, like, they do droop oh, when you get older though. No, but that would be so bad If you had just a small dick And then these floppy Dumbo ears flapping around your like your knees. My my, ball, my balls are in proportion small. I like my balls when it's cold. You know when they just like when they're all tucked. Oh up. yeah yeah. Because I do have a bit of a dangle when when you know like at the minute it's like something warm in here. So you relaxed. There's a bit of a out of the bath. Like I said, yeah yeah. No, I don't. Who wants big balls? It's not something you want, is it? I like big balls and again. I don't know. Have you What's that thing Where you teabag When you put your balls On a, a girl's eyes No that's called Arabian goggles Teabagging What <laughs> Arabian goggles when What's you, Arabian goggles Arabian goggles Is when you rest your balls On Like one ball Over each eye Oh that would definitely Change the start Of Disney's Aladdin Wouldn't it <laughs> Arabian goggles Teabagging is when she just opens her mouth and you just dip your teabagging and out. No, 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 that's not. That's re that's rich tea biscuiting. No, it isn't. No, that's biscuit dunking. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, I was talking shit. Teabagging is like open wide. Whoop. Little drop in. Little drop in. Little drop in. Maybe I, maybe she gets a bit of tongue action going or whatever. Blah 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 blah. But ara- like on the eyes is called Arabian goggles. What's the pleasure in that? You're lying what? down. You've got you squatting over, balls hanging, blah, blah, like what's what, into the mouth? Blah, 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 blah. Who's enjoying that? It's just always nice. What do you mean who's enjoying it? What if she just threw instinct? Back the woman. What what if she just instantly grabs onto a ball and then you pull up? Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh. What do you mean grabs like bite? Oh no, we're like toothless. Oh. Just look locks onto a ball. Like a nana bite. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the point? She, they don't do that. I've never co- teabagged a woman. What? 
Have you never done it? You've never done it. Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you teabagged? <laughs> You've not fucking teabagged anyone. Of course I have. Hey, Jade is Jade not. Hasn't, Jade hasn't let me do it. Good. Not Jade. I just... Do you know what? I, I've done a bit of teabagging in my day. Fuck off. What? Mate, when... Listen... I'm not judging any sexual proclivities. If you're into it, into it. Stick a finger in there. Stick a fucking finger in there. Just grab that, yank that. When you're in the moment. But it's the logistics of having to stop and be like, baby, you want a tea bag? Oh, yeah, daddy. Daddy, I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm a mug of... No, you just lie down I'm a mug with of her head water. hanging over the bed. Yeah. Like, off the end. So his shoulders are, like, on level with the end of the bed. So that's a right flap, isn't it? Like, I'm just get in position. Get me pillow. It only get takes me- a sec. You just put her there, and then you just... It's like you're picking up a heavy crate. How big are you? <laughs> what do you mean, picking up a... Oh, you mean you lift with your back? Don't You lift with your legs, not with your back. Why are you getting up so much to visualise this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Imagine if you lost your foot in and decapitated your missus with... You just literally lost your balance. How did she break her neck? Nasty teabagging accident. <laughs> I don't think my balls have got the sort of... The, I don't think there's enough of them. I think I could do an, an Arabian eye patch. I can think I could do one... I could do one eye. That's, ca- that's called the... It's Arabian goggle. That's the dirty pirate. <laughs> I'm glad you're Googling it and not me. Sick of my fucking Google searches being messed up. You ready? Are you... Arabian goggles, oh noun, plural only. A sexual act of setting testicles in a person's eye sockets. Eye socket seems like they're dead, doesn't it? That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like it's a dead body. Yeah. What's one? What's one eye? A winky goggle. Oh, nice visual. <laughs> nice one. I hope you get some fucking you see it? spyware. Right, Adam. Oh, my God. That is awful. <laughs> Why? Whose balls are they? Horses, that horse, horse, horse. The man's. Can I have a look at that? Do you want me to WhatsApp you there? Can you just screenshot that and WhatsApp me? That doesn't look, but my balls can't do that. My, they, couldn't go, they couldn't go both eyes. I could do like a... With my penis, I could do an Arabian earplug. I could just pop, pop my dick in an ear. <laughs> dick a dick in the ear, dick in the ear. That's not an Arabian earplug. What's that? Is Your it? dick in the ear. <laughs> yeah. You're looking at me. I'm not. I'm waiting to see because you, you've put yourself in a real spot ad lib wise. You've gone. That's not an Arabian earplug, and then you pause, and I'm like, go on, Adam. No, because it is. I think it's a Taiwanese, yeah. Taiwanese earphone or something like that. <laughs> You fucking pellet! You fucking pellet! The Taiwanese earphone! <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If anyone is thick enough to get on, their, get on their Google and type in Taiwanese earphone, you deserve the shit earphones you're getting from Taiwan. <laughs> it's not going to involve my dick. There's some fucking Apple knockoff. Oh, oh. God. 
You know them, you love them. It's Vauxhall Comedy Club in that there London. If you visit in London, if you're going down for the weekend, take your missus, take your fella, take them to go and see comedy. There's some cracking comedy shows in London. Some of them, and I've played them, are a little lacking in fucking soul. Vauxhall Comedy Club. This is a comedy club done with love and care and done properly. In a great room with great atmosphere, with brilliant comics, some from the TV, some up-and-coming circuit talent. And the absolute best of it, if you're there for the weekend, is Friday and Saturday night. And down at Vauxhall Comedy Club, they call it Bottomless Booze Comedy. So basically, you pay them an entry fee with the money for your booze included. It's 25 quid. It's a 90-minute show. And you also get bottomless booze, wine, beer, cider, 25 quid. There's also a spirit and mix of bottomless ticket. That starts at £35. And if you're a purist, you're staying sober, you're fucking zyvin. The ticket's just a tenner. Once we're done with the Rona and back to normal trading, Vauxhall Comedy Club is usually open Monday to Saturday. It's right next to a street food garden. And between now and then, do us a favour at Have A Word and follow the Vauxhall Comedy Club online. You can join the mailing list. It's at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Insta, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. It's an over-18 night out, and you never know, come the autumn, you might see me and Adam there. From Texas to Scam, every lead is listening to the funniest podcast in the game. This is Have A Word. Gonna do a Would You Rather in the Have A Word section, and then maybe we'll do a Have A Word as well. You're fucking mental. Why? I don't know. You're just cray cray. <laughs> it is a good one. It's from Daniel Pugh. I tell you what, the fucking Pews turn up. Daniel- Danny, Danny Pugh. Danny Pugh. Who's Danny, Mouse? Danny, Danny Pugh. Who's Mouse? Mouse a million. Mouse a million. His commitment to trying to forward this pod and grow this pod is unbelievable. I've got like so many notifications of him. Every every time someone anywhere on Twitter goes, oh, I'm looking for a podcast, he's like, mate, have a word, mate. He is. It's like he's my fucking brother or something. Like, we have got some... We, we've got about 3,000 regular listeners. There's 4,000 in total... There's about 3,000 who listen to most episodes eventually. There's 2,000 who listen to every episode within a week. But there's 1,000 of them that within 24 hours, it's fucking downloaded and they've listened to it. And we love them all, don't get me wrong, but those 1,000 are such avid fucking fans. Hardcore. We love them. We can't be overstated. We just got bored of telling you because... Yeah, I think at times people get like to the point where they're like, we get it, you appreciate what we're doing. Fucking just be funny. <laughs> yeah, just keep, <laughs> just keep doing it. But there are there's the hardcore, and they know who they are. They're, they're emailing in, they're doing notifications, they're like tweeting on it, they're telling people, they're giving us the content. And Daniel Pugh is one of them. Uh, dear Jeffrey and Gislaine, I can't say I can't. I know she's getting Gislaine. Is it Gislaine? Gislaine Maxwell, yeah. Gislaine. Gillane. Yeah. Gillane. Uh Dear Jeffrey and Gillane. She's quite fit, though, isn't she? I know she's basically, you know, a lady nonce. Basically a lady nonce. She's a full-blown yeah, child yeah. pedophile. A child pedophile. No, but she's like... No, she's more like the pedophile's agent, isn't she? No. No, she booked him. No. She didn't touch him. What are you on about? I've not read the story. Do you think you can be that involved in a fucking thing... No, you can be a. Non- the FBI are gonna fucking delete this episode. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're gonna have to sit through some shite to get to this bit, aren't they? Like, okay, um, we're listening to the episode, and uh, <laughs> uh, what's Arabian anyway? Um, do you know like how everyone involved in stand up 
yeah. wanted to be a stand-up. Mm. Like people who review comedy, yes, are nonces. Oh, are, so- are come Well, yeah, but they're comedians who realise they weren't good enough to be comedians. And there's people who are photographers in who only photograph comedians who really want would rather be a comedian than a photographer promoters promoters who would really want to be a comedian a lot of them are comedians who did it for a year started running a gig and was like I am better at selling tickets for other people than myself I tell you what though I compare this really well and the guy who books it agrees oh I am the guy who books it exactly she's the same thing right okay she wanted to be the top paedophile but she wasn't as good at fucking kids as Whatever. I don't think you've read the story either. I haven't read all of it. <laughs> I've got the gist. I get the gist. Jeffrey Epstein was a full-blown nonce, and she was his number two, and there's no way you get to be number two without getting involved. Yeah. If you're Jimmy Savile's agent, even if you didn't do it, you still fucking gave him the travel arrangements to get to the hospital, didn't you? It's kind of on you. Do you know when you said, even if you didn't do it, I nearly made a pun that doesn't make sense? Okay, good. I, I nearly went Jim will do it for you cause, but it's Jim will fix it isn't it <laughs> I mean to get the gold that we do get you've got to fucking mine <laughs> got to get in there not all of it is precious metal right Daniel Pugh says oh, can I, sorry just because oh, it's on topic and I can't wait for Carl to come back and uh, verify this a few years ago me and Carl went on a night out and it got to about midnight then he went out for a couple of hours right and uh, we're like should we just get a Chinese and go home and there's a Chinese in Liverpool called the Mayflower it's open till like 4 o'clock in the morning it's really really nice and we went in but we were a bit drunk and you know when you just mispronounce something or you say the wrong word and because we were drunk I swear to god I'm struggling to not burst out laughing right now because of how funny it was so um. Carl said something um, I wanted to make a reference to Engelbert Humperdinck and I can't remember why right, right? but I just went Rigobert and he went because <laughs> like it was so obvious whatever he said it was about to be I was going to say Engelbert Humperdinck and I know this sounds so convoluted but what I should have gone is Engelbert and he went yeah, and he just gone <laughs> yeah but I went Rigobert and he went fuck's Rigobert Rigobert's song you used to play for Arsenal <laughs> and I went no Rigobert Humperdinck oh, right oh mate but I and said it with it. such confidence the look that Carl gave me back it took about 2.6 seconds for me to realise what I'd done from it leaving me mouth to seeing it reflect my words reflecting his eyes back at me and then literally and I can't like this sounds like hyperbole from the second I realised what I'd done we we sat we were only on our soups we had a starter each we had a full Chinese main meal and we got a taxi home which took like 20 minutes to, to get us home we had to wait 10-15 minutes for it talking a full hour I did not stop crying laughing for more than 10 seconds at any point. <laughs> uh, tears streaming down my face. I'd, I'd have like a bit of a chicken wing and then have to put it down and carry on laughing. It was fucking insane. Rigobert Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Rigobert Humperdinck. 
but it was the confidence with which I had because I looked at him like he was a dickhead for not getting the reference you know who I mean Rigabert Humperdinck Rigabert Humperdinck sounds like a Dickens character like a really unknown or a euphemism for a penis <laughs> fucking get hell. your fucking Rigabert out lad Humperdinck and then slap it in me fucking face why a Malaysian wind charm <laughs> You can basically say any nationality and then a random object and it sounds like a euphemism for some made up sex. What, you've never had a Malaysian fucking wind? <laughs> what, you've never had a Danish fire extinguisher? <laughs> fucking hell, you want to try one of them, lad? Have you ever, like, used your balls to tickle someone's arsehole? Go on, what's that? A Russian feather duster. <laughs> job oh god um dear whatever Jeff would you is that who's that you oh that's me Jeff would you rather always oh, done a would you rather each this is why I liked it would you rather attend one Super Bowl match in the future of your choosing <laughs> okay in I'd like this future or see Watford qualify for the Champions League and you can attend all the games they play well you're going to Super Bowl aren't you Hundred percent, yeah. Hundred percent. I'm going. So, no, we don't talk uh, sport a lot, and that's on purpose. And you want to do a podcast about football and NFL? And I'm thinking one, about it. I'm definitely going to do like an NFL podcast in the future, which is just going to be. I want to do more podcasting. We cannot do another podcast where it's just mates talking nonsense because there'll be so much like, and I said that on Have a Word. So we, if we do another one, it's got to, we, you've got to specialise. And then we've got to do something slightly different. And to be fair, if you do one about NFL and football and I just do an NFL, whatever, it's going to help that you're doing that and we can do each other's and yeah. whatever. So we don't talk about sport just so people are like, oh, I'm not bothered about it. But I think we've held back enough haven't we, in yeah. fucking 70, 80 episodes. I am so much more NFL than I am football. And although I do care about Watford, I've been supporting them, unlikely as it is since I was about 10, 11 years old, I, I find it really hard to to enjoy the game as much because I've watched so much NFL. But just yesterday, or this morning, yesterday, Watford sacked their manager for the third time this season. And it makes me go, why am I going to care? Why am I meant to care? If you run a company like that, you'd be Test like... Test your loyalty as a football fan, stuff like that, don't it? There's no player in that squad that's from anywhere fucking near Watford has got anything to do with the youth team. I'm trying to think of one player. The owners are Italian. They've had three managers this season. It's run like a company and quite an aggress like a fucking aggressive company at that. And you just get to the end and you're like, yeah, maybe they'll stay up, maybe they won't. And I'd like them to. But if they don't, I feel completely disenfranchised. And then you watch the NFL and they've got their own issues as, as well because it's new to me. It's so much more fair, like how the, the wages are distributed. I'm so much more NFL. Yeah, I, it's I quite interesting in the NFL, in it, that like... If you're the worst team in the NFL, the chances are, in two years, you might be one of the best ones. That doesn't happen in European football. That turnaround. That it would turnaround. be fucking a miracle if Sparta Prague were in the Champions League final in three years. But I mean, Sparta Prague is still one of the best teams in Russia, aren't they? So, it, well, no, they're in 
They're not in Russia, are they? Sp- you know? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, who do I think? Who am I thinking? Of? Oh, Sparta, Sparta Moscow. Moscow, Sparta Prague, uh, French. <laughs> Moron. I I love it how it does that. Like when I first got into it, the Kansas City Chiefs had lost nearly every game. They got the first overall pick, and now, like eight years later, they are the best team in the whole thing. Like that kind of turnaround is exciting, but it's just a bit more. You draft your players, and most of them stick around. I know there's a bit more movement, so yeah. I just maybe that's me getting older that I'm like I'm seeing it as a, a business, and I'm I've also been watching it for thirty years, and that's where there's a bit of wear and tear with that. So I would go Super Bowl. And if the Gnarling Saints were there, fuck me. I'd love to go to a Super Bowl. I, did I tell you I nearly got to go to a game? Yeah, you did. And I got so fucking jealous. Of all the things you've done in your career, I've been like, oh, amazing. Bill Burr, fucking brilliant. Good for you. When you went, I'm going to get paid for to go to a, to a Saints. Was it a Saints match? It was a, It was at the Saints ground when they played the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm, in that the didn't sit well with me. I was like, <laughs> good for you, pal. <laughs> In the uh, NFL playoffs, I nearly got to go for Sport Bible, the Lab Bible's sports arm. And we f- I think it was them anyway. We fucking beat them. You did beat them, yeah. <sighs> um, and the, there was a disagreement between the NFL and Sport Bible on when the video we were going to make went out. <laughs> so the the NFL were like, um, put that out three days after the match so it was, they wanted me to do a piece about tailgate parties which yeah. for anyone un, uninitiated um, whereas like if you're going to a big football match pre-game you go to a pub around the corner from the ground don't you if you're going to Anfield you go to the Arkles or you go to Sandon or it, somewhere in town you go for a few pre-match pints in America at these big NFL games they literally pull up in, in car parks and they've got beers in the boot of the car. They've got like their own like disposable or like movable barbecues, and they they'll make Amazing. like ba- their own burgers and stuff. And it's, it's like a, a proper- little car park party. It's like a house party that you you do in a car park house of the fucking boot of your car. And they wanted a piece doing on that, and the NFL were paying for it because they're trying to get more and more British people interested in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> and what had happened was a few months before. There was a guy, I think his name's Neil, and at the time he worked for Bleacher Report, and they'd done a piece on Liverpool's relationship with the European club. It was just before we played Paris Saint-Germain at Anfield, and he got in touch with me because he'd been told I was a, a local comedian who was a big Liverpool fan, and he asked me to get a couple of other comedians together. We met a Hot Water, and we did a video for Bleacher Report just talking about footy and then I also took him around a few places around the city took him to like one of the best Liverpool football pubs took him to the ground spoke about the Shankly statue um, all sorts and it was great fun and then a few months later I'd mentioned that day that I was into the NFL and because the guy who was hosting it for Bleacher Report which is an American company was an American guy who was I think he's a former NFL player I'll get his name in a minute. You'll know who he is. Right. Um, and he now does a bit of sports presenting. And yeah, he got in touch with me and he was like, we want a sort of within our budget UK name who people of Lab Babble already know and you've had a few clips shared there. Do you want to come out? We would be going in three days time to New Orleans. All your flights to be paid for, all your expenses paid for and... Uh, 
that that's all they offered initially and i was like look i'm gonna have to cancel like 1200 kids worth of gigs to be away for eight days yeah and he was like well what we'll do is we can't pay you any more than that but we will match what you will lose like show us the gigs you've got in and we'll match that and i went okay cool <laughs> phoning around promoters mate could you just book me in for a thousand pound corporate <laughs> real quick i was very lucky that I, I, I had hot water booked in so i spoke to them and i was like look this is a big opportunity like um i was going to be on the pitch yeah. like literally on the pitch with the press and stuff nice um and I was like, yeah. And then they were Field. back and forth, back and forth. And the NFL said, we want this to go out a couple of days after the match. And Sport Bible were like, look, the only day of the year the majority of the UK give a shit about the NFL is the Super Bowl. There's so much stuff about the Super Bowl. We can get this a few million views if we put it out on Super Bowl day. Like a f- two or three weeks later. Yeah, and the NFL were like, no one is going to care. It was the first round of the playoffs, I think. Or it was like after the wild card round, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, um, and the NFL were like, it's not going to make any sense. You're going to be talking about a game that was three weeks ago. And Sport Bible were essentially like, well, we're not putting a video on our page that we know is not going to get views. (gasps) The Sport Bible were right, though, because you're trying to get the new fan and they if they're like oh yeah Super Bowl they don't give a shit if it's a divisional round game they just if it, the video's about tailgating and about a, a, a British guy like oh hey, this is fucking different doesn't matter I can see the, I can see the argument of like just can we put it out when everyone's thinking NFL I, I totally get that but I don't understand why if the NFL were paying for it why do you give a shit oh, give true. three of your it's members true. of staff Oh, a trip true. to New Orleans just and what they said to me was we know over the next couple of years we're going to have to negotiate with the NFL more because they're wanting to do more over here and we're the biggest sports page in the country and if we buckled on the first negotiation with them then we'll be seen as pushovers forever that's oh, why they right. said no because you yeah because in theory you'd be like is it we'll just make something do you know what I mean? Even if you think it's not going to get views, but if they if they're treating it as like a tactic, well, Adam, that is good. As much as like I was jealous when you told me, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> uh, it's a shame you didn't get to do that because that would have been amazing. The Superdome in New Orleans has got a very special relationship from what I've read. I've never experienced it, but being a Saints fan. It, because of what happened with Katrina and because New Orleans was decimated and because of what that team achieved within three or four years of Katrina they won the Super Bowl after being like dog shit for most of the like the 20th century and then Sean Payton and Drew Brees it, it, they've just got such a special rela- and we have been good now for like four years got close um, I think the atmosphere would have been unreal yeah Maybe one day, my friend, maybe one day we'll be there. I'm 40 next year, and I'm seriously thinking about getting the credit card out and going to NOLA and watching some games. And my birthday's in March, and the season starts in September. I would delay my birthday. That's how that's going. New Orleans is also meant to be one of the best, like, drinking cities in the world. You get to drink on the street and stuff. Yeah. Have you seen Hannibal Barres' routine about you can have your own parade on a day's notice? <laughs> what? Have you not seen it? No. I'll send you the link after this. It's def- it's on one of his specials, and the- I'm sure this clip will be on YouTube as well. And if not, I'll find the special it's on. But he put it on the Twitter. Yeah, people love being able to find it. Hannibal Barres, I think, is 
a fucking brilliant comic. He's really quite underrated, I think. I think he's better than his profile is. But his routine about... Uh, basically, you can drink on the streets in New Orleans, and if you want, you can ask the police to chaperone you. You pay for it. But they'll chaperone you and your, your mates as you walk through the streets of New Orleans having a drink. He's like, so basically, for a hundred dollars in New Orleans, you can have your own parade on a day's notice. <laughs> they have a guy who helps you plan the route. Where you gonna walk? Where you gonna go? <laughs> it's it's really fucking I like good. It. Yeah, uh, I've had friends that have been to New Orleans, and they're like, "Is it Bourbon Street or?" Yeah, and they're like, "It's amazing, great fun. Don't wander two streets off." <laughs> it's one of them yeah. it's a lot of fun here yeah. and if you go down there <laughs> but then don't go down there and then there <laughs> that's not good uh, hello I'm from Cheshire you dear motherfucker now you're gonna love that Hannibal Buress routine it's really good I need to get into Hannibal Buress hello I'm... can I have a Jack and Coke to go yeah this place sucks <laughs> he was in Edinburgh in 2014 when I was there and I was wearing uh, glasses and a cap and we were in a, one of the outdoor bars and Hannibal Buress was behind me just bored killing time and he had a cap and glasses on and we're basically we, at the time we were almost the same build and virtually had the same shit on and I can't remember who we were it's like someone like Pete Otway or Brennan Reese just went look down it's black you behind you <laughs> <laughs> and I I basically with Hannibal Buress about 10 it's before he got famous no one would have known who he was it's about 5 yards behind him and I started looking in the same direction I've got a photo uh, I probably don't have it anymore of me doing an impression of Hannibal Buress behind me looking at a poster uh, I really like it he's the one that bro broke the, the Cosby story as well isn't he by doing a joke about Bill Cosby being a fucking Pretty rapist much. he got in trouble for it yeah amongst Cosby Cosbyites yeah but he started the ball rolling on it yeah, on, yeah. on everything he basically he was the first one to publicise what what privately a lot of people knew that basically Cosby was a wrong one. and he sort of did yeah. a joke about it, like you know because everyone knows he's a wrong one. everyone's like, like what Josh Widdicombe did with Jimmy Savile yeah Josh Widdicombe broke the the Jimmy Savile story yeah did he yeah alright cool <laughs> <laughs> what's the would you rather <laughs> do, you know I was trying, do you know what I was trying to do in my head I was trying to do like a bit like a uh, a Zimbabwean hovercraft <laughs> I was like desperately trying to make some fucking terrible euphemism and it didn't work <sighs> uh, Big G that's you man would you rather as a comic smash America get a few Netflix specials however Liverpool FC get relegated to the championship and stay there for a few years or would you rather stay at the level of comic you are now the pod stays as it is now but Liverpool carry on competing for Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues Daniel Pugh nasty bitch what's that mate but I've enjoyed, I do enjoy it because he's really put he's really put you on a I'll tell you before Adam answers you put him on a spot there because he gives a fuck about a lot of those things and also a lot of people are like fully supporting of the pod and his career but there's also a lot of diehard Reds going yeah Adam what the fuck would you rather do I think I need till Friday to think about this really because right I think if Liverpool went to the championship 
for a few years, but then they came back because it doesn't say they stay there forever. A few years. Let's let's give an estimate. It's three years in the championship. I mean, whoever fucks those seasons up. To, like if if you Liverpool get relegated and you get put in charge and you can't get them up that first season and then the next knobhead can't get you up those names will go down in Liverpool infamy <laughs> do you remember when we got Allardyce and he couldn't get us out of the fucking championship uh, I think I'd stay where I am and let Liverpool win everything oh fuck off you couch nonce what come on Liverpool will be alright you'll go down lose you know it'd be good it'd be good for you look at Man City they're in the third tier for a while with the shitty I don't want to ever model Liverpool's future on Manchester City no right <laughs> but it'd be good though wouldn't it if you just went down for some random fucking reason like hey big fuck the seat, the fixtures are out as hey, long when's, as when's Wickham away fuck Wickham away we'll as do long them. as Liverpool come back up and can then challenge again at the top of the Premier League and the Champions League in a few years I'd probably sell us down the river for a few Netflix specials and massive tours like Netflix mate <sighs> come on Adam my career is what it is you my friend I want you on Netflix I'll be there fucking tapping you on the arse as you walk out yeah nice everyone <laughs> Okay, hi Adam. It's Netflix. We've just got um, we've just got a few suggestions from. We've just got the email through from yourself and your agent. You say the bit, the special you want to do, and obviously this is going out in America and all around the world. You want to where do you want to film it in? Run, run corn, <laughs> run corn. Could you tell me a little about run corn? It is a shithole with the ugliest people in the world. <laughs> so it's a bit like LA. It's the opposite of LA, isn't it? Runcorn is as far away from LA as any other place on the in the developed world. Yeah, yeah. Runcorn's probably a lot more like a lot of places in America. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Runcorn, like bumfuck Alabama. But anyway, because that's what I hear in the ASDA in Runcorn. <laughs> Well, this this episode's already epic. <laughs> are, we, are we ending on a fart? I hope the mic didn't pick it up. You literally just did Pilates then. It was like you were fucking at the Royal Ballet and you cocked your leg like a theatrical dog. <laughs> Cha. Nasty bitch. This is the great thing about social distancing. Can't smell your farts. <laughs> uh, should we just call that a pod because we've done bare time mate or do you want to just fucking slide in and have a word what do you no, want to do mate I think that's a pod end on a fart that's what you're mad did. Oh, oh what an horrible thing to say like, <laughs> like you might a, have as well because when you die you release all your gases don't like you a, like, don't, shut up man <laughs> like, a, like a bishop on a on a chessboard <laughs> quendo uh, Have you got a song? Today's song is by The Defects of the Doc. No, Defects of the Doc. It's called Something New, featuring Doc Tuge. Got a bit more hip-hop. This is Welsh hip-hop. I am sceptical. Your, 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 your face, then. 
your face like uh, I, I think we're going to work our way around the country and I'm really look have you heard about um, the Isle of Man's got some really bad grime <laughs> have you heard Shetland hip hop <laughs> <laughs> lonely <laughs> I am so lonely waka waka wa um, that was a strong way to follow a fart defects of the dock something new absolute tune this one and a great way to close out please the show. go and subscribe to our youtube channel we need to hit a thousand subscribers to get some professional benefits from youtube um in- including being able to upload the amount of videos we're going to need to we need a thousand subscribers we're on 500 odd 500 odd, which is great because we don't really put anything on there at the minute um even what? if you're not a regular youtuber just do us a solid. It, just go and do it. It's a bit. I know. I've been, we've been using the African lady, and we've been, we've been <laughs> mentioning it. But we are about to start putting up some really long 4K interviews with like famous comedians. If we're a thousand subscribers, there's so many benefits from YouTube. If you are a supporter of this pod, like so many people are, do us a favor. Just log into your YouTube and subscribe to uh, YouTube.com/slash Have a Word Pod. It's going to help us get the ball rolling with the YouTube stuff. And if you are on Patreon, we'll see you on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we are going to ask our patrons on the episode for some questions for our future guests and some would you rathers and whatever. We're going to ask you for our fate. We want to know if there's any would you rathers that you remember from the past few months of these episodes, from the very start, that you want us to now ask our guests. Um, let us know if it'd be nice to have a few in the bag, wouldn't it? it yeah. Would be, I, I think for some guests, it would be nice to have a few things to throw at them. I really think a few of those acting classes are really Be funny. Yeah. And if you are a patron on Wednesday, I will will reveal two, three, or four of our confirmed guests to our patrons on Wednesday. Fucking dick teaser. It's a dick teaser, isn't it? So yeah, you you'll get to know a few weeks in advance who we've got coming up. Some of these guests are quite fucking amazing we've, we've pulled in a few favours it's going to be very very cool once we start having um, some guests in but now I get to say that I was the first person to fart on this couch well it's, that's you've christened it in a way haven't you well it's second hand actually so <laughs> probably don't <laughs> oh god yeah do you think someone's been fingered on this oh Adam. bye Felicia bye Felicia defects of the dock something new peace Topping news Topping Dot teach defects of the dock. Something new, something different. I wanna bring a little something new to the table. Make a fable reality stable. Happiness changing fate through analogies. Take your name, no rush to let the hammer free. Busting down on any rhythm with a melody. Part of keeping up a sanity. I'm telling you, you're telling me to stop that mentality. I'll never see. People seem to only see a prophet. See a chance to launch a life up. Forge out a path, being taught the right stuff. Unstuck from the bog. It's time we caught the flight up. Touch the skyline, living right. Fuck the dark matter, Roman tarnish. Parked in the back, we hardened. From max to can't be pardoned. Smash any barrier guard. In, preventing us from entering our cannabis gardens A dream, that's all we want to achieve Rock for the top as we rock through the scene Hip-hop got me locked to a team now So no time like the present hot shot got a speed Come and run with this chunk of elite See how we fleet, shutting clubs with the beats T-double-E, 
DJ Doc stop for the replay What Doc T's got the heat Dude's paid in drips and drabs Been it tip for that Chatting shit to shift my crap But now I'm back and I'm better than ever with it Packing all the words when I'm bringing a set of lyrics Every time I'm spilling the ink Something new starts twisting I'm thinking Every idea take the shine right Till the sparks fly high with you Every corner, new opportunities Don't miss them all, yeah? New page, new leaf, new way for we to speak Time to shake the place with Something new, something different Something with a big red dragon, I'm thinking Somebody from Pembroke should attack it to kick this Not the toughest of them all, but still have a grab When I get a chance, fled the past Or at least a grip I had on me But now I shoot for the stars, to the sea where I land Shit far from apathy, but from the masses Take advantage of this moon boot, gravity Two toots on the zoot, then catch me cruising so happily Group boot through the hat, zoom zoom through the galaxy A marvel capped in a heart, no fallacy Two moves and you manos Tactical bars go Bang when you plant them under the cover duck Run for your mother, it's hip-hop Santa to opera's phantom Yes, we're banging it, brought the lead, now we're dropping the hammer in All fretted the happenings, bang with it Something new from Wales, can you hang with it? Every time I'm spilling the ink, something new starts twisting I'm thinking, every idea take the shine bright Till the sparks fly high with you Every corner, new opportunities, don't miss them all, yeah? New page, new leaf, new way for we to speak Time to shake the place with Every time I'm spilling the ink, something new starts twisting I'm thinking Every idea take the shine bright till the sparks fly high with you Every corner, new opportunities, don't miss them all, yeah? New page, new leaf, new way for we to speak Time to shake the place with